Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Tuesday. Uh, the uh, Ifindel, uh saga. Uh, we'll have more on that. I think we're going to have more on that for some time, to be honest. Uh, we've got some poll results uh, for you. Uh, who's the winner out of that? And uh, we will remember Olivia Newton-John. But before any of that, uh, is democracy over? Uh, a bright discussion between uh, Heather and Willie Jackson last night. Give me your best argument about why one person, one vote doesn't work. One person, one vote is uh, important, uh, but it's just one part of uh, the whole democratic uh, process or democratic system. You know, for me and for most people, democracy is about fair decision-making. That reflects the will of the people. So the, the, the system has changed, you know, one person, one vote in, in, in terms of what pre-96. Now we've got MMP. So it's not just about the tyranny of the majority. It's about diversity. It's about participation. It's about accountability. It's about decision-making. It's about trust. Democracy changed in 96. We've got more women, more Maoris, more. we've got Rastafarians. We've got more Pacifica, Pacifica ethnic. You know, you know all this, and and so we've got an evolving democracy, which is good for everyone. It's not just about one person, one vote, Heather. Yeah, but you see, your problem is that in in the in under MMP, under every example that you've used in your column, being the House of Lords, be, uh, not really so much the House of Lords, but yeah, I suppose we could say that. All of the examples that you use, the Senate, the, the Electoral College and so on, every single person in those democracies carries the same weight with their voting power. It's not the same for what you're proposing now. Some people are going to have more voting power than others. Uh, not in Naitau. Naitau is not discriminatory because the bill, and you need to do, do some reading of it, does not affect the voting power between the different voters as, as council uh, are appointed. No, but Willie, can I pick you up on that? Because here's the thing. If you are a member of the iwi, right, not only no. do you have two, two representatives who are there, but then you get to vote for somebody else as well. So you have more power. So, um, yeah, is this the end of democracy as we know it in New Zealand? Uh, here's uh, Tim Beveridge with his thoughts. Actually, Willie's one of those personalities. I think he's become a caricature of himself, that he opens his mouth and just says something stupid. Um, and so, in a way, I almost can't take him seriously, except at the moment he's in power in a Labour government who are quite happy to go along with what Willie wants. Um, and as Trish Sherson said on the huddle, she said, if Labour want to lose the next election, keep wheeling Willie out with the nonsense that he comes up with. Accusing people of being racist for thinking that one person, one vote is somehow not a good thing to talk about. It's gaslighting us in the extreme. What will he wants? That's a that would look good on a um, campaign billboard, don't you reckon? Am I a caricature of myself? I hope so. It sounds fun and funny and entertaining. Uh, so anyway. We'll leave that there for now and uh, look at the other side of politics, the National Party, and Sam Wiffendell and see a bomb that's gone off inside it. But seriously, what was National's selection panel thinking in keeping this info to themselves? Apparently, National's leader and deputy only found out the same time everybody else. As Mike said this morning, when the Bay of Plenty Times asked Wiffendell what his biggest mistake was, as part of its Meet the Candidate interviews where they ask them all sorts of questions, surely that would have been a prime opportunity to disclose. 
20 years ago, Ufundal and his mates assaulted a younger boy in an unprovoked attack. That left him traumatised. 20 years ago, a group of bright and popular boys from Taradale High School were in the dock for sexually assaulting a classmate. And when we were talking about that when I was running the nighttime show, I was absolutely horrified at the number of men who put that assault down to youthful antics. A boyish prank. Oh, it happened all the time. It was not a boyish prank. It was a serious sexual assault, and what Uffendale and his mates did was a serious assault. Just because everybody seemed to be doing it at every boys' school does not make it right, and at least people take these sorts of assaults seriously now. There is no way they can be said at boyish pranks. But honestly, after Nationals' anus horribles last year with its dodgy MPs, this is absolutely the last thing Luxon needs right now. There is so much going on. There is so much that matters and so much that is important. National could form a government with ACT according to the latest polls, which would take the country into a completely different direction. The Auditor-General has expressed strong reservations about the serious diminution in accountability his words, not mine, of the Three Waters reforms. We need 3,000 nurses, nine have applied to come here. Yet that is what we should be talking about today. And because of a failure in communication on the part of National, what's leading the news? Did she say anus horribles? Anus horribles. She did that on purpose? Anus horribles. This can't be the first time that somebody's made that joke, but... I, I, I mean, I'm assuming she did it on purpose. Either way, hilarious. Uh, I don't know how many laughs there were for Labour in the um, the poll results the other night. In fact, funnily enough, just before I had Social Development Minister Carmel Cipollone on the show yesterday, I got a text saying, why have you got her on? She always says the same thing. She'll just say it's complex. And sure enough... It's complex, were the first words out of her mouth in the interview. Uh, While Jacinda dropped in preferred PM rankings, though, so did Luxon by two points, which leads me back to Seymour. He was up to five as preferred PM. And here's where I think he's gaining ground. He says what he thinks. It's pithy and to the point. He seizes on the issues New Zealanders care about, and he knows what they care about because he's out on the street, he's in town halls and communities and on the road. He hasn't been out travelling for away overseas for chunks of time. He appears omnipresent in this country. He shows up for the 5am shows in a way no other politician does. He's not arrogant enough to assume he doesn't need to be everywhere. You can't say he doesn't work hard, no matter what you might make of his politics. He's a trooper. He also has a way of not getting himself entangled in the press gallery in a way that makes him look like he's on the back foot. He's got good zingers and pithy one-liners. He stays on message. He knows his stuff and he seems to have come up with great sound bites by the time a camera gets to him every time. His comments get used a lot on the news because they're funny or clever or delivered with a droll sense of irony or sarcasm. You know, he talks like a real person. He doesn't talk down to us or at us or across us. He just talks. His social media team's slick too. Memes go up within minutes of news breaking. They're onto it. So I feel like he deserves to be top of the pops this poll. He's well and truly earning his place at the table if and when 2023 rolls round and a right-block government is voted in. I do wholeheartedly agree with Kate that Labour has to stop rejecting premises. 
um, and actually answer some questions. You can't just keep saying, oh, yeah, I don't think the thing that you think is a thing is a thing, because it is a thing. But stop rejecting premises, answer some questions. It'd be, it's my little... I, I mean, it just doesn't fly. Nowhere... I can't go home and when somebody pulls me up on something, say, no, I reject that premise. It's not, it doesn't work. Let's finish up uh, remembering Olivia Newton-John because, of course, she has died of cancer. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. It it is very hard to explain why. Uh, There's only been a couple of people that have been very famous that have passed away that have really affected me. Uh, Princess Diana was one. Mm -hmm. I I genuinely grieved, which was so bizarre for someone you've never met to grieve, but it was a genuine grief. Like it was a sadness that took me a week to get over. I couldn't explain it other than it seemed like a tragedy at the time. It was tragic, Mm -hmm. her circumstances, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is a... If you like natural death, it is, and it's. Um, and I just think she's a hero. She, for thirty years, she's battled with breast cancer, and here she is, you know, just passing away at seventy-three. But I think probably because when Greece came out, was it nineteen seventy-eight? Nineteen seventy-eight, it came out. So I was like, I was eleven. 50. Oh, 11. I was eleven. I was born in sixty-seven, so I was yeah. eleven. I went to see it five times. She was like, I had a... Well, at the Ashburton Odeon. <laughs> at the Regent. The Regent, sorry. I yeah. had a massive crush on her. Yeah, you know, you and, and John Travolta was like a guy I just so wanted to be like him, except he had black hair. And I thought, how am I going to do that? <laughs> but, you know, and I guess it's, it's a bit, I guess it's a bit how I felt like when I saw the Friends reunion, mm-hmm. seeing Chandler and Joey. Joey was like your overweight uncle from the Christmas party. <laughs> they had too much to drink. And, yeah. you know, that all aged. And in your mind, you just see them as that forever in but that moment. But she aged really well. She did. She really did. And that's what made it all, the, the I guess, the more difficult to bear was the fact that she was just, in my mind, a young woman mm. still. And, mm. yeah, she was sandy. So I just felt really <laughs> – you've seen Greece. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, love it? Um, yeah, I, it's not one of my um, great, it's not one of my favourite movies, and I don't think it would stand up so much these days. I mean, some of the the words in the song, what is it? Um, oh, tell yeah. me more, tell me more. Yeah, What's yeah that terrible song summer lovers. Yeah, yeah. and also <laughs> grease lightning. You know, terrible lyrics. But yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't get bogged down in all that stuff. Mm. I just see it for what it was at the time. It was lovely and romantic and hopelessly heartbreaking. At the, you know when she left Johnny and. Oh, I just love it. It is a uh, weird thing that she's uh, best remembered for Greece, of course. And when you sort of look at Greece objectively, it's, I mean, it's not a very good movie. Um, and of course, it's a musical that more high schools uh, perform than just about any other. Terrible messages. I've been. I was in it at high school. Uh, basically, uh, it's about if you uh, want to being cool is the most important thing. Uh, better change your personality completely in order to get the guy. Um, and also, it's good to trick your boyfriend into thinking that you're pregnant. I think is one of the messages as well. Anyway. I, problematic and I guess you know it was of its time is that what you say to excuse these things I'm Glenn ZB
that has been News Talks have been. I'll have my completely misguided uh, takes on things for you again tomorrow. See you then.